feel like you could be experiencing a quarter life crisis or quarter life confusion as I like to call it, then Love My Quarter Life might just be the podcast you've been waiting for. The weekly episodes offer you digestible, actionable and relatable guidance to help you navigate the oh so common challenges that our quarter lives throw at us. So if you're in your 20s or 30s and feeling stuck, confused, lost and unfulfilled, then welcome to the club. You're not alone, you're in the right place and I think you're gonna like it here. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Love My Quarter Life, the podcast here to help you overcome the overwhelm of quarter life confusion. I'm Beth Schofield, your host and quarter life mentor, and this episode is a really special one. I think it's my favorite topic yet because today we are talking about the small but effective things that you can do now in December, which are going to give you an incredible head start to 2024. So just a bit of a backstory, this time last year, I didn't have a podcast. I didn't know how to create a podcast. I didn't have an Instagram page or a following or anything like that, but I did have an idea. And that idea was to create a personal development podcast for women in their 20s and 30s, because that was definitely something that I could have done with a few years ago. And on top of that, I knew that I needed to make a change in my life. I knew that I wasn't fulfilled. I knew that I was lacking motivation and I knew that there was something missing which was making me feel very stuck. So this time last year, I made the decision to launch a podcast in 2023. And after making that decision, I set myself a goal. Now, I didn't really put a time frame on it because I had no idea how long this would take, but I ended up launching my podcast in September. And I can't tell you how good it feels to be closing out the year having my own podcast and to be recording this for you now. And I want this for you. I want you in 12 months from now to feel really proud of yourself for what you've done or what you've created or achieved in 2024. And to help make this happen, we can use the next few weeks that we have until the end of the year to get us off to the best start possible. So on today's episode, I am going to go through a whole list of ideas, suggestions and recommendations that you can do or implement now in December so that you can get 2024 off to a cracking start. But first, it is time for my lows, loves, and lessons of the week. Okay, lows first. Now, my low this week, I've been thinking about this. I've been feeling really homesick recently, and it's not a great feeling. It's really, really sad. It's definitely associated with Christmas, I think, because I remember I started to feel quite homesick this time last year as well. So yeah, definitely linked to Christmas. And it makes total sense, I think, that it would be linked to Christmas. So if you don't already know, I am from the UK, but I live in Melbourne, Australia. So I'm very far away from friends and family. And I was last home in July, so about five months ago now. And I've always loved Christmas at home and family traditions and just catching up with friends and Christmas shopping and just getting into the Christmas spirit. But I don't really have any of that in Australia and I just can't get comfortable with Christmas in a hot country. It is just not the same. But the good news is my mom is coming out to stay with us for five weeks over Christmas this year, which I am so excited about. So it's amazing that I get to spend that time with her and I think we'll be able to get as Christmassy as possible having each other out here. 
But yeah, there's nothing quite like Christmas at home, I don't think. And so next year, I've made a promise to myself that I will be going home for Christmas. And that makes me really happy and excited. My love for this week is that on the weekend, me and my partner and our friend, we went to a wine festival in the Macedon Ranges, which is just outside of Melbourne. And it couldn't have been timed better after feeling homesick because if there's anything that Australia does better than the UK, it's most definitely wine regions. So we got the train really early. We um, headed to this gorgeous wine region where we went to a couple of different wineries and the weather was just perfect. And yeah, it was just such a gorgeous, fun day where I felt like I could really switch off and relax and just enjoy having some fun, basically. So yeah, that was a real love for me this week. And a lesson that I want to share is that it's to do with work. And it's basically to, I've learned that I need to trust my decisions more and to use more assertive communication at work. So I'm in a new role and it has came with a lot more responsibility and a lot more cross-functional work with different teams in the organization. And I am loving it. I am feeling so motivated and energized and challenged every day. I'm very much on my toes with this new role. And with this level of additional responsibility has definitely came a need for more assertiveness, which I've never really had to exert before. And what I've learned is that for people to trust you and to trust that you are going to do a good job and to trust and respect your level of authority you have to show up with authority. And one way to do this is by making quick and effective decisions. And another way of doing this is by using clear and direct and confident communication. So in the past where I might have said something like, I think we should do this. Now I'm saying, let's do this. Or instead of saying, sorry, I don't understand. I'm now saying, can you help me to understand? So there are so many other examples, which I can't think of right now off the top of my head, but I'll I'll do an Instagram post on this because I think it's so helpful. But yeah, ultimately, if you want to show up confidently in your role at work, then decision making and communication have a massive impact on this. And that is something that I'm learning more and more about every day. So yeah, stay tuned for more on this. All right, so those are my lows, loves, and lessons for this week. Please let me know yours. You can DM me on Instagram at lovemyquarterlife. And remember, these make really good journal prompts as well if you like to journal. Okay, so it is time to dive into today's topic of how to get the best head start to 2024. Right now, I have a bunch of ideas and suggestions to share with you. You are going to relate to more than others, but I really urge you to think about how each of the suggestions or recommendations that I'm sharing could be applied to your life and what are some of the things that you could do in order to carry these out in the next few weeks. So the first one is reflection. Okay. And the first thing that you can do now in order to get a head start on 2024 is reflect on the year that you've just had. And I'm going to give you 13 questions which you can ask yourself to really help you think about 2023 in a deep and meaningful way. So you might want to write these down 
I think they're all fantastic. I've used them in different times over the last couple of years, but I honestly think that these 13 questions together are absolutely perfect for summarizing the type of year that you've had and the type of year that you want to have moving forward. Okay, so the first question is, what were your most interesting moments and unique experiences over the last year? So what are the things that really stood out to you? What did you enjoy doing the most? What random and fun experiences did you have? So just reflect on those things that were really, really interesting and unique. The second question is what challenges did you face in the last year? And this can be personally and professionally. And I want you to think about how you dealt with those challenges and what you learned from them. Okay, number three is what skills did you develop and improve last year? Four is what have you learned about yourself? Five is what have you accomplished this year? So what are some things that you've achieved and what are you feeling really proud of? Number six, I love this one. What do you wish you had done this year but didn't? And obviously the answers that come up in this question can really help you plan things for 2024. Okay, number seven is did you drop or take up any new habits? Number eight is when did you step out of your comfort zone? And again, this is something that we need to be doing often to build our confidence. So if you only stepped out of your comfort zone once or twice in 2023, then we want to be getting that number a bit higher for 2024. Number nine, which people became more or less meaningful to you? Number 10, if you could rewind one year, what advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now? Love that one as well. Number 11 is what was the most fun you had this year? So this is quite similar to the unique and interesting experiences, but just get really specific on the things that brought you fun. Like, did you go on any trips with friends or did you go to a party that you loved? Did you go on a big hike? What were the things that brought you joy and made you feel like you were having the most fun? Number 12 is, are you different now to when you started the year? And if so, how? And number 13 is, what about last year are you most grateful for? Okay, so you can see that those questions collectively cover a really wide range of your experiences, your feelings, your relationships, your growth, your habits. And it's really helpful to tap into all of these areas while we self-reflect and look at what changes and improvements we want to bring. It can be really difficult to reflect and think about negative things that have happened to us as well and the difficult experiences and challenges that we went through. But I really urge you to give this a go because in every experience, whether it's positive or negative, there is a lesson to be learned. And these lessons that we pick up in life along the way, either about ourselves or about other people around us or just general life lessons about the world really help to guide us towards growth and to becoming better versions of ourselves. So those are your 13 questions. Go and spend half an hour in your favorite coffee spot and think about these questions and write your answers down. And it's going to give you such a good indication for what you want 2024 to look like. I really highly recommend this exercise. All right. Now, after self-reflection, the second thing that you can do now 
to give 2024 the best chance of being whatever you want it to be is to decide what you want 2024 to look like for you and then make a decision about whether you are going to make that a reality or not. So a few weeks ago, I did a podcast episode called The First Step to Making a Quarter Life Change. And it's all about how the first and only thing we need to do to bring change to our lives is decide if we want to make that change. And this is particularly relevant for now as we head into a new year. And it's like having a fresh start and a clean slate ahead of us. So in the next few weeks, be really intentional and think about what you want 2024 to be for you. And after you do this self-reflection exercise, you're probably going to have a much better idea about the things that you want in 2024 and the things that you don't want, or the things that you want to change and the things that you want to keep the same. You might want next year to be slow and relaxing. You might want it to be family focused. You might want it to be adventurous or career focused. So think about what you would love to get out of 2024 and what you'd like to achieve and then decide if you are going to work towards this thing or not. That's exactly what I did with creating this podcast and it was the best decision that I've ever made. And if you make the decision and you commit to creating something or doing something or making some kind of change in your life in 2024, then the next thing that you can do now to help you with this is set some goals. Now, early in January, I am going to do a whole episode dedicated to setting goals for 2024. Goal setting is always something that I've really struggled with because I've never really known what I've wanted to achieve. And I think there's this massive pressure, particularly from the personal development world, that we should all have goals and be working towards something. But I think in our 20s and 30s, it's actually really hard to know what we want to work towards. So I want to do an episode on this in January and just kind of shine a bit of light on what goal setting is and isn't and to help you set some goals that you think are going to be helpful for you in 2024. So stand by for that one. 2023 for me was probably the first time I've ever set goals And that is because I made the decision about starting my podcast. So again, it's coming back to that decision, which is the root of everything. So once I made that decision that I was going to start my podcast, I was then able to set goals around getting this done. And they did really help me with staying focused and aligned and on track. And so, yeah, this is why I can't stress that decision part of the process enough, because without making the decision, there is no point in setting any goals. They are just going to fail. If you have set goals in the past and you've not achieved them, I have many, many times, it's because you didn't decide and commit to that thing. The decision is 100 times more powerful than the goal. You don't need a goal to make a decision, but you only need a decision to create a goal. So if you make the decision and decide on doing something, whatever it is in 2024, then you can look at how to build goals around it to help ensure that you succeed. So like I said, I am going to be doing a whole episode on goal setting in early January, which will kind of give you a bit of a walkthrough on how to set goals and what are some types of goals that you can set. But I do think it is helpful to start thinking about this now in December. And I want to give you a few ideas or examples of goals that you could set yourself in 2024. So the first one is by the end of next year, have increased your salary by a minimum of 10%. 
Next one is by the end of next year, have started your side hustle or passion project. Or if you want to use next year to explore some different options, then by the end of next year, have decided what you want your side hustle or passion project to be. Another goal could be by the end of next year, have £5,000 saved for a deposit. By the end of next year, have completed a specific training or certification that you would like to do. By the end of next year, have gone on your first solo trip abroad. I'm a big fan of that one. (laughs) By the end of next year, have visited three places you've never been before. By the end of next year, have ran a 10K race for charity. By the end of next year, have started volunteering at an organization. And the last one is by the end of next year, have moved to a new place, city or country. Okay, so lots of examples there to get you thinking about your goals for 2024. And the other important thing to mention is that goals need to be SMART goals. So SMART is an acronym which stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant and Time Bound. So keep this in mind when thinking about your goals. And again, only set goals for yourself which you have already decided that you will work on achieving. And do not make that decision lightly. It is much better to have just one or two goals which you have decided to commit to and will do everything in your power to achieve rather than five or six goals on which you'd be like, yeah, I'll try to achieve this if I can or it would be great if I could make this happen. That's just never gonna stick. Make the decision. I will go to three places I've never been to this yet. Set the goal and then make it happen. Okay, the next thing you can do to get ahead of 2024 is speak to your boss. Now, this isn't going to apply to everyone. And of course, depending on how you are feeling about work at the moment and the relationship that you have with your manager, the conversation is going to be very different for different people. But I think the end of the year is a really nice opportunity to have an open conversation with your manager so that you can share things with them in order to help them understand how you're feeling in your role which is going to be really beneficial for you if you carry on in that role in 2024. So some specific things you could chat to your manager about are what you are loving about your role and what you're not loving about it. You could ask for some feedback or advice to help you improve in your role. You can let them know how you feel about everything. You could let them know that you feel ready to step up in 2024 and have some more responsibility. You can thank them for their leadership and their support if they've been a good manager to you. Or if you've been struggling at work or feeling particularly stressed about things, then this is a great opportunity to let them know that as well because they might be able to make some changes and adjustments to support you more in the new year. Honestly, I think we should be having more open and honest conversations like this with our managers. I think we should be having them quite regularly and good managers should always make you feel safe and comfortable to do so. But if for whatever reason you don't have these types of conversations with your manager on a regular basis, then the end of the year is a really great time to do so. Okay, the next thing is to declutter and get rid of things that you no longer like, need or want and create space for new things that you want more or just leave that space empty and enjoy it. So when I'm talking about decluttering, I'm referring to all sorts of things from your kitchen cupboards, your office, your car, your wardrobe, your home, your social media accounts, 
people who make you feel a bit shit, you are fully in control of most of the things in your life and you can remove or replace anything that no longer makes you feel good. So take stock of your clothes and your home, your desk, your garden, your gadgets and have a clear out ready for the new year so that it really does feel like you're coming into 2024 in a different environment which is going to be much better for you. Okay, the next suggestion is to make some plans. I love this one, partly because I just absolutely love planning things, but also because planning the new year helps me to get really excited about it. So think about the things you want to do, the people that you want to see, the places that you want to visit, the events that you want to attend and get them in the diary and even get them booked up if you can. It's always so nice to start the year with things to look forward to, especially in January when things can feel a bit rubbish after all of the fun festivities have ended. Another thing you can do now to give you the best head start to 2024 is to think about what hobbies or passion projects you'd like to try next year. Now, ever since I started Love My Quarter Life, which is my passion project, my life has changed completely for the better. Before Love My Quarter Life, I would spend my spare time watching TV and feeling bored, feeling unfulfilled and wanting more for my life. Now, I honestly cannot remember the last time I was bored. And that's because in my spare time outside of work, I'm either relaxing or doing fun things or I'm working on my podcast and I love it. And I'm learning and growing and challenging myself constantly and having this project to spend time on and to get creative on and have something that I can really feel proud of has filled a huge hole in my life. So if you can relate to that feeling of boredom and unfulfillment and wanting more, then a hobby or a passion project or even a side hustle could be really beneficial to you. Mel Robbins, who is an incredible motivational mentor and coach, follow her on Instagram if you don't already. She also has an amazing podcast. She says that the reason we feel stuck is because we aren't growing. And the way that we grow is through learning. So whether that be learning how to play an instrument or learning a new language or something random like learning to rock climb or pole dance or surf or cook or code websites or start a podcast, anything which involves you doing something and over time becoming better at it is going to stop you from feeling stuck. So what can you take up in 2024 that is going to give you an opportunity for learning and growth? Think about this question in December and make a decision ready for the new year starting. You will not regret this. Okay, we've got two more to go. The next one is to make a vision board. So one day in December, sit down and get creative and dream big and create a vision board for what you want to create, achieve and experience in 2024. You can do this on a physical board and print pictures or cut things out of magazines and put this up on your wall. Or you can do a digital version and create a collage of images and then set it as your desktop background. This is what I've done. So since January this year, I've had a desktop background of images which remind me every single day of the things that I want in my life. And it's very interesting because when I look at this vision board now, a lot of it has either happened or 
I'm moving more closer towards it happening. So I have a picture of a microphone and a list of successful podcasts. And I now have a podcast. I have a picture of money, like a load of banknotes on there because I wanted to make more money in 2023. And I was given an incredible promotion a couple of months ago. And I'm now making more than I was at the start of the year. I have a picture of a beautiful house with a swimming pool and an outdoor space on my vision board. And no, I do not have this at all. But I did move house this year into a much nicer place. And it has a lovely outdoor space for entertaining. And my partner is genuinely wanting to buy a paddling pool (laughs) for the garden. So we've definitely edged closer to that. What else? I'm just looking at it now. There's a picture of a beautiful hotel room on there with, you know, the ones that are built on stilts over like the water in the Maldives or something. Again, I didn't quite stay anywhere like that, but I did have two incredible holidays in Croatia and Malaysia this year. And I've got a banner on there which has 100k followers on it in like gold balloons. Now I'm only pushing for 400 followers, so I'm very far off that, but that's 400 more than what I had at the start of the year. I'll put my vision board on my Instagram page as well so you can see it. So yeah, I think the vision board thing is definitely worthwhile. This year was the first time that I'd done it and I'm definitely going to do it again. Especially I think it works if you can have it on your computer where or your wall where you're going to see it multiple times a day. It's just going to serve as a constant reminder of the things that you want and the things that are going to make you happy in life. And the more that these things are in your consciousness and your awareness, the more likely they are to happen. Okay, and the final and probably most important thing you can do now to give yourself the best start to 2024 is start living like the person you want to be next year. So if you want to be more confident next year, start acting more confidently now. If you want to be more organized in 2024, start being more organized now. If you want to be kinder, healthier, tidier, more patient, more successful, more productive, more compassionate, more proactive, live and show up with these qualities and characteristics now. If you have bad habits that you want to drop and if there's good habits that you want to take up, start doing it now. The best way to become a better version of yourself in 2024, if that's what you want to do, is to start living now like the person you want to become. And before you know it, you will be that next and best version of yourself. All right, that wraps up my list of suggestions that you can do to help you get ahead of 2024. Honestly, these things are tried and tested and I promise you they work. Now, if you are not already doing so, I would love for you to follow my page on Instagram. On this, I share personal development content for women in their 20s and 30s. And you can find me at Love My Quarter Life. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could leave a review wherever you are listening. This is going to be so helpful in enabling me to reach more young women around the world. All right. I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week and an amazing December getting yourself ready for an incredible 2024 ahead. I will see you on the next episode. Bye.